welcome to another episode of Wake Dogs Bagpipe and History Podcast. We are on episode 8, uh, as that sound clip might have suggested, uh, I got a new thing, and the title. So I have been uh, interested in these extended, this extended range small pipe channer called the Lindsay System Channer for years, and... Uh, it's really cool. It takes advantage of 3D printing, so rather than having a single bore, it kind of snakes the it snakes back on itself. So you can get an extended range, which is obviously a thing that is pretty difficult to do if you're churning and boring out uh, chanters. Um, I mean, it's my understanding of it is that essentially the chanter takes does the same thing as like an Ellen pipe drone does, where you can see the bends, or a shuttle pipe drone where it bends back, so you can make the sound bore longer than it appears, you know. Um, anyway, it's it's a really interesting, really interesting chanter. Um, and recently, Donald Lindsay uh, and some other folks kind of released a print-and-play version. So for years, Donald Lindsay's been developing this chanter and selling a small pipe with drones and everything that's, that's all 3D printed and finished by himself. Um, but it's you know, there's a lot of finishing work to get it to to sound right of, like, adjusting holes and cleaning things up if you print a round, conventional-looking chanter. I don't really understand the history of how this chanter came into existence. Um, looking at it, I assume that it's kind of a collaboration between Donald Lindsay and Zi Chao, who does a lot of work with kind of design and... And bagpiping and, and instruments and things, uh, so that essentially this chanter is just print and play. So you can print it and it's immediately ready to play. To do that, the chanter has some unique, <laughs> unique qualities. So the the tone holes, uh, so the tone holes are really interesting. Rather than round, uh, in order to make this print and play, uh, in my understanding anyway, is that. They, they look like little house icons, so they're square with a triangle on top uh, for the tone opening. Um, some of them are angled into the channer. Uh, I imagine that lets the placing be better. Uh, and then diamond shaped as well. And you wind up with uh, a really interesting looking chanter um, that still sounds really quite musical. Um, It is neat. Um, so I've I've wanted <laughs> I've wanted one of these for a while, and I haven't really known what to make of them. Uh, I'm apparently a little bit interested in interesting engineering and kind of complicated engineering uh, that led to my obsession and desire to get shuttle drones, a shuttle drone set of small pipes. Which I regret. <laughs> I regret now. I really wish I just had a. Really wish I had spent that money on a regular set of small pipes rather than kind of a fancy um, shuttle droned one that can do three keys. Um, but I don't. So, so yeah, this chanter is, is all together a whole different kettle of fish of engineering feats and still winding up with a really beautiful musicality to it. And we're going to listen to other people play it because I am. I mean, this this thing really is print and play. Uh, the I I sent the the file to a friend of mine, Dave, who has a couple of three D printers, and he printed it for me, sent it to me, and I 
plopped in a Shepherd A small pipe reed, uh, which is not one of the recommended kind of reeds that it works with, and it's it's working. Um, it's maybe not flawless. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that I'll be able to get the second, the, the higher extended uh, notes terribly successful out of this reed. And uh, the reeds that they do recommend. The other thing I love about this is they, it's engineered to work well with a sort of a pretty gettable reed. Um, uh, so you don't have to learn how to make a reed yourself to, to read this thing out. But uh, a reed that's pretty gettable before the coronavirus is pretty hard to come by during the coronavirus. So it's going to be a while before I can get a, a better reed for it. And in the meantime, that'll give me time to try to make a better bag for it because my the small pipes that I'm plugging this thing into, just they just suck. They leak. They are not fun to play. And it is making a challenging new fingering to pick up uh, all that more complicated and difficult. Um, anyway, so that was, uh, at, at the point of these recordings, I had the chanter up and working for about uh, 24 hours. So when I first started doing it, I was just really interested in that the low extension. Um, and as I was playing the notes that I could figure out, though. <laughs> As I was playing those notes that I could get, all of a sudden the uh, soundtrack to Hook popped in my head. Uh, if anybody remembers that movie from a while back, but one of the the little the sister, the girl in the movie sings a song about you know being alone and not being alone and missing her family, and it's like oh that you know you can play that using those lower registers. So like out of nowhere, I had that tune jump into my head and I sort of. This sort of kind of played it, and that's what we opened the episode with. Um, the other thing that I keep wanting to play is Love Supreme by John Coltrane. When I was just messing with those low notes, uh, I was like, oh, that kind of sounds like a saxophone, or reminded me of John Coltrane anyway. <laughs> So once I get a handle on this thing, maybe I'll try to do some John Coltrane on it. Uh, really interesting chanter. Uh, like I said, I have been dumbfounded by it. It winds up, the, the proper one, the print and play chanter has a little bit of limitations compared to Lindsay's full-on uh, chanter. Uh, my understanding is it, it doesn't quite have the same range. Like you can get those notes, you can get the full two octaves and a bit out of it, but the the tuning is a little bit off um, for some of those notes. So uh, Lindsay says that it doesn't have the, the same range. And so the, the clips we're going to listen to of other people playing are mostly going to be playing uh, Donald Lindsay's, you know, chanter that he polishes up and finishes and really lends itself to some beautiful, beautiful music. I got to say, I did not know what to think of this when I was watching it from afar. Um, when I first saw it, you know, I don't know, when I first saw it, I thought, okay, that's a really cool idea, and I was worried that it was just another, like, gimmick, you know, like, uh, in the 90s, it seemed like Highland Bagpipers wanted, uh, wanted other instruments without having to learn anything, so there was kind of a rash of 
weird instruments uh, that you could play the same as Highland bagpipe fingering. Kind of the worst example of that is the Highland hornpipe, which was, you know, a bagpipe Highland bagpipe tuner fingering, but with a clarinet mouthpiece on it. Uh, which, you know, I say it was bad, but maybe, I don't know, maybe it's not. But this feels different. This is a whole different thing. Um, and especially now that I have the print and play one and kind of listening a little bit more closely to other people playing it, there's really something, there's something special about those low notes. I'm not totally sold on the extended range up notes yet, but I think that's just because I don't know how to play them successfully yet and don't know how, I don't have a good read in here to, to get them sounding good. But those low notes, being able to go a little bit lower uh, or several notes lower in a tune on a, on a small pipe channer is a really cool sound, really loving it. Um, and I know the, I'll have links to various discussions and uh, websites on the show description, but Donald Lindsay in his uh, Lindsay system chanter facebook page kind of posted several uh live streams of him playing instrument and talking about it and i kind of i get what he's in one of them he talks about trying to figure out the like what is this what is the music <laughs> like what is the what's the voice what's the heart like what's the what is the music that this is suited for uh what what does this instrument want to play and uh i really hope I get a good system going so I can contribute to that and kind of feel this channel out a bit more. Um, like I said, I am a day in at the time of these recordings, so um, this next clip I'm going to play is just um, me playing the gravel walk, except... Uh, so on the Lindstrom's uh, website, you can see Donald Lindsay does a version of the gravel walk that really takes advantage of the chanter. That is not what this is. This is just me playing the gravel walk, but adding in a low note rather than uh, on my Highland bagpipe. I think of it as a low G. Um, but yeah, it's just that. <laughs> it's just uh, kind of adding it a little bit. And there's some accidentals because I'm, like I say, a day in. So um, here is me playing the chanter or the gravel walk with my uh, shepherd musette small pipes and the print and play chanter. So that's the gravel walk uh, with me monkeying around a bit. Uh, so the, the one of the in order to make this thing print and play, I think uh, not only do we have non-circular holes, but we, it also has a flat front surface. And you know when you get your hand on a new channer, it takes a while to figure out 
for your kind of muscle memory to fit in. So I think that's all that's happening, really. But the square nature of the, the face of the chainer makes it a little bit challenging to, to figure that out as well. Um, I, I'm, I find myself getting better at it um, the longer I play it. So um, we'll play in, I'll, I'll have another tune of me playing um, on the chainer for the end of this episode too, where I'm just playing a standard tune, because I think it, it will work, it works really well just as a standard small pipe chanter. Um, those notes sound pretty good, especially with a well-suited read for it. Um, but yeah, that's sort of the, the discussion of trying to figure out how, like what what's the best use for this? Like what can it do? The range extension means that uh, you could play a lot, like you could, you could really play a lot of music with it, um, kind of outside of the typical Scottish bagpipe repertoire, uh, the, the spread of notes means that kind of any tune that I would play on Ellen Pipes, I could play on this. Um, Mylon Lewis and Gerald Henderson had a concert uh, show they did a couple times like last year, year before last, um, called Two Octaves, where it was uh, Mylon playing an extended range um, small pipe chanter and Gerald on Ellen Pipes, obviously. Um, so you can you can play a lot of those those tunes because um, it's got that range. I don't know though. Um, I I need to really sit down with a good read and a good comfortable bag setup and see how tricky it is to do those fingerings. I'm not. You know, this is a this is a hobby. <laughs> like I enjoy making music a lot. I'm realizing that I. I don't have musical training. Like, I, I was taught Scottish bagpipes when I was a kid. Uh, from, like, 10 to 12, I had lessons. And then, again, a little bit, I suppose, in college. Um, but that was mostly, like, just... I don't know that I took lessons in college, but I played with a, a bagpiper that was better than me, and practicing together, I wound up becoming a better piper, for sure. Um, but I don't know if that counts as lessons or not. Just having a good musical friend... Shout out to Brian Solomon. Um, but yeah, so I don't really understand the musical theory of, of what's going on with a lot of music. It's just like, oh, you know, do some tunes. Um, anyway, so it's got this it's got this range, and I don't know if the, the best use of this chanter, to me, feels like, you know, use it just as your small pack chanter, and then occasionally extend down... Uh, once I get a better handle on it, I'll, I'll be curious to try to play some of my favorite Ellen Pipe tunes on it. Um, the the next person we're going to hear is a, a far more accomplished piper on this system than I am. Uh, and more to the point, he has the actual uh, Lindsay small pipes rather than the print-and-play chanter. And so this is Cam, I'm just going to call him Cam St. Louis. I think that's his, his music page, which you can find on SoundCamp. And or Bandcamp, SoundCloud or Bandcamp. I'm gonna link it in the thing. SoundCloud. Um, so you can see Cam St. Louis there and on, on YouTube. And when I posted on the uh, Lindsay System Facebook group asking if somebody would volunteer um, their music for the show, he was the only person that chimed in saying, "Yeah, please go for it." Um, we're gonna have some Donald Lindsay on as well, um, but the thing I like about Cam is that he's playing a, you know, he's, he's using the, the small pipe system, this, this extended range system to play, you know, a tune that would generally be played on a fiddle or an inland pipe that has that extended range. And it, and it works 
pretty darn well on this uh, extended range small pipe. I'm hoping to have another tune from Cam in a future episode. I think Cam, so the because this is a closed system, much like an inland pipe, you can stop the airflow just by covering all the holes and um, putting it down on your knee, or some of them have a stop key um, where you can just do that for a long time. But the Lindsay system also you can because it's closed in order to make that extended bore or that back bore um, you can close all the holes and kind of silence it that way too so cam posted a video to that group um, a couple months ago and it was him singing with it and it's like oh yeah that that really lends itself well especially with a good read setup you know small pipes are a lot quieter i've definitely sung tried to sing along with my Ellen pipes before but the volume difference is so it's just too much, so you wind up kind of scream singing rather than singing in a pleasant way. Um, but Cam does a really good job with a, a song there. So hopefully we'll, we'll get that on the show in the future. Uh, but for now, this is uh, Cam St. Louis playing Lord Mayo's March. <laughs> Thank you, Cam. Um, this next tune is, uh, so yeah, I, I posted on the, the Facebook group and then also messaged Donald Lindsay uh, directly asking to use some some of his clips. When I you know, when I first started following the his his project his project and kind of listening to him do stuff, I, I wasn't sold on the channel. I thought like okay I was thinking that this was more a gimmick and I I couldn't imagine myself owning one because I it seemed like it was a 
sort of like a Brian Brew channel where like, yeah, you play all the tunes and occasionally you have these extra notes. Uh, but I hadn't heard anything yet that like was dependent on the chanter and good, like really good. And when he first posted this, uh, or when I first saw this slow stress bay, Miss Murray of Abercarney, I completely 180'd my position on it and just realized like, oh, this is, this is no gimmick. This is, I feel stupid for even having thought that because this instrument has some real potential and is uh, lovely and I wanted it in my life uh, from that point on. But, you know, most of my, as the name of this podcast is, you know, it's about history. Most of my interest in bagpiping, uh, I got interested in, in bagpiping first and then because of bagpiping history, but now my most of my performances and that kind of thing in bagpiping is very history related. And I couldn't, I couldn't justify to myself um, spending a couple thousand dollars on an instrument that I wouldn't be able in like in all consciousness to perform in a setting where I was claiming to do 18th century music and so it just became a thing that I you know put in the back of my head of you know, like someday I'll have a job and money and I can and spend it on these toys uh, musical toys that make amazing things but for me they have to be toys because it's not how I make professional music um, if you can call it professional music but this, so that's why this print and play channel really uh, is awesome. It's uh, very generous. All the engineering that went into this channel, I just can't imagine. And then to make it available for anyone under Creative Commons is, it's just cool. Like the, I don't know, just humbled by how cool the world can be sometimes still. And the fact that, uh, I have this channel that I can play with and it was just generously kind of given out to the world it's, it's really beautiful anyway so here is Donna Lindsay playing the tune that totally won me over um, Mrs. Murray of Abercarney just a beautiful sure I'm pronouncing that wrong um, but just a beautiful soul stress <laughs>
All right, great tune. Thank you, Donald, for sharing it. Just awesome. Awesome, awesome melody, awesomely played. Um, so when this, uh, so this print and play chanter was supposed to, well, it did, it came out. Uh, there's an article about it in uh, Piping Today magazine, uh, which you can no longer subscribe to because uh, of the coronavirus. They have quit taking new subscriptions because they had to quit going into production, but that has left a bunch of us that kind of wanted to read the article and get the channer uh, out of luck. <laughs> uh, means I should have subscribed to it back when the first discussion of Donald Lindsay and Madeline Lewis was in it and all the other cool things. Looks like a cool publication. Feel stupid for not having read it, especially now that I can't get it. Um, but when Donald Lindsay found out that, oh, you can't actually get it anymore, he just shared the, the thingy file. Uh, with people, which is awesome. Um, so I was uh, emailing Donald Lindsay. So this new channel, I don't, I don't know how much I don't quite understand or know the the biography of all of this. But uh, Donald Lindsay was teaching, doing many things, but was uh, you know tutor in small pipes for, I think the piping center. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Um, teaching bagpipes, amongst other things, and has now been living on Ascension Island for the last bit of time here. And so, in a sense, I think this channel is supposed to have been, I mean, that's how it's being framed, is, you know, musical lab and Ascension Island uh, coming up with this amazing print-and-play channel. Um, and so I was kind of messaging back and forth with Donald about the channel, and... Um, and he pointed out, you know, I, I think of these as both the same instrument, you know, the, the Lindsay system channer and this print and play one, but they're not. Um, the range is different. And uh, Donald pointed out that, you know, the only clip he had of this channer being played uh, was kind of this video that had been going around promoting the, this print and play version. And so we're going to play that next. It was kind of interesting. Uh, Donald's been, he had posted about trying to do a, a music album with his son uh, in the near future. So I asked how that was going and he said he had kind of a minor arm surgery so that was postponed and I think my last uh, discussion with him or last message to him was saying, oh that's too bad and you know, I live in fear of having a hand injury and then within 12 hours of messaging Donald and see that I sliced two of my fingers right on like the knuckle joint doing something incredibly stupid with a knife in an avocado pit. It was one of those like, it's particularly embarrassing because uh, I knew it was stupid and that I was likely to cut myself doing it, but I decided at the time that it wasn't a big enough risk. Like my, my internal dialogue was, oh, this would be a way to cut yourself, but I bet it won't happen. So I'm just gonna do it anyway. And then I sliced uh, two fingers right over kind of my toe and hole positioning. So. Uh, thankfully, I'd recorded a bunch of piping the day before. Uh, it's also the channer's fault. Like, uh, my buddy Dave works at a coffee roaster, and you know, I said, hey, how about uh, you print this channer for me, and then I buy some coffee, and you can ship it to me in uh, the you know the box with the coffee in it. And it'll be like we're smuggling cocaine, except it's a bagpipe channer. And, uh, and so we kind of did that. He just gifted me the channer, and he's just too generous. But... In the in one of the coffees, I was like, well, you know, I generally do medium roast now, but every time I'm around Dave and he's making coffee, he's always got this, like, jet fuel, dark roast stuff. It's like, throw some of that in there, too. And uh, I was jittery as hell from drinking the 
dark roast, and that's when I cut my fingers open. So it's all related. Uh, anyway, I think my fingers are going to be fine. I've already been playing a bit with them, and maybe two more days under bandages, and they'll be ready to go again. Anyway, so uh, take care of your fingers out there, everybody, and uh, thanks again, Don Lindsay, for making this channel available and um, and printing it. And thanks again to Z Chow for kind of commenting on some of my posts on Facebook, questioning about it, explaining how it works. Uh, again, I don't have a musical theory understanding, but in order to get the high notes, this channer has an octave note, much like other instruments, like a, a clarinet would. Um, yeah, really excited to get a properly working reed. And really excited to have a basement uh, workshop where I can just learn how to make reeds, because this whole pandemic thing is really teaching me a lesson of like, oh, if my reed broke, I wouldn't really want to go sit face-to-face -face with a pipe maker and have them walk me through repairing it or making a new one. I gotta just figure this out, but I don't have a workshop space. So come August, I will be doing all kinds of things rather than my dissertation music related, I think. Anyway, here is the, um, I don't really know what to call this, uh, LSC Print and Play Open Source Extended Range Bagpipes tune, we'll call it. Um, but it is, it's really neat. It's using the sound of the 3D printer as kind of a base uh, starting point for the uh, Chanter's production and then into the, the song. So here is Donald Lindsay playing uh, the LSC Print and Play tune. stuff okay this is ooh, this is getting to be a long episode so um i think rather than i was going to do some feral stuff but i think we'll leave that for another episode at this point i have mm, probably a whole episode worth of tunes that i'm cutting for time um so that's nice so instead we'll finish with an angus mckay tune so this is still a history podcast um and then i will play it on the Lindsay system chanter uh, or the print and play chanter so my frustration with my small pipes hit like peak anger as i was working on this uh, it started leaking like a sieve the kind of one-way valve broke kind of fell out of the hemp and 
uh, not broke, I can fix it, but it was just it was just causing nightmares. The drones kind of squeak, so any squeak you hear, many of the squeaks you hear if I'm playing is not the chanter, it is my drone design um, for the shuttle pipes. And um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna see about 3D printing some drones and just make a just make a new small pipe that way. Because I, I can't really spare the couple of grand it would take to get a good set of a good set of uh, small pipes right now. But if I just I just want one drone to, to accompany this thing. Um, I played around with making bags or bags last uh, last summer. I think I could fake one for a little bit. Um, anyway, so we're gonna go out. So that's all to say that I got frustrated with my bag and uh, drones and I just, I still wanted to play the tune and I wanted to spend more time getting my fingers over the holes on this print and play channel. So this is Angus Mackay's, uh, it's from his collection called Will Gang Ne Mayer to Yon Town, uh, which, you know, other than being in Scots, it seems like a good uh, theme for quarantining and, and staying home. So here's a really cool Angus Mackay tune. I kind of love, it's got some syncopation things. There's this tendency to imagine that kitchen piping invented a new thing, and, and to some regards it did, but, you know, long-time listeners to this podcast will know that's one of the things that I've sort of loved about playing through Angus Mackay's collection is you find tunes in there that do interesting things that sound like Neil Dickey wrote them and that they belong in the kitchen piping book rather than uh, tune book from the 1830s. So here's Will Gangne Mayor to, to Yon Town on the circular breathing, the chanter, uh, which was exhausting, um, on this uh, print and play chanter. So thanks for listening and big uh, big thanks again to Cam St. Louis, Donald Lindsay, uh, Zichao, and, uh, and Dave for printing the chanter, shipping it to me with coffee that hurt myself. Anyway, thanks for listening, y'all. Hope you enjoyed the tune. Check it out. Cheers.